Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, this was a suggestion from over on Twitter. It's from Help Me Reddit Trip, who says, My clique of friends, 23 to 24 female, planned a grad trip for months, and we're supposed to go in the end of April or early May. But one friend is pregnant and wants to cancel and go another year. I read it. I need your help on how to navigate the situation with minimal hurt feelings. I have a clique of friends. There are five girls, including me, Kayla, Ailey, Ali, Erica, and Alexa. Over the four years in university, the clique has expanded to include our SOs, and now there are 10 of us. We are all in our last year of university, and we've been planning to tour Europe after graduation. It is meant to be a fun graduation trip for us. We have all been extremely excited for the trip. Eight out of 10 of us are studying law and we have secured a job positions in different companies. Our last semester ends in late April and we officially graduate in mid-July. After official graduation, those of us taking law, eight out of 10 of us, will have to hit the books again and take the bar examination and then immediately start training. There will be very little time to go for such a trip when we start working. All of us have been looking forward to this trip immensely. We started a group chat where we talk about possible places to visit and frequently edit our possible itinerary. Last December, Alexa found out she was pregnant. She is keeping the baby. This leads us to problem number one. Her relationship with her SO, Adrian, has ended very acrimoniously. Adrian says Alexa sabotaged his birth control and stopped taking her birth control to trap him with a baby and Alexa vehemently denies it. It is basically a she said, he said situation. This leaves the rest of us in a very awkward position. Alexa and Adrian have been dating for one and a half years and during that time, he has become very close friends with the rest of us. Even though we have known Alexa for longer, I actually get along better with Adrian and enjoy his company more. Being friends with both of them is becoming very exhausting and challenging. On to problem number two. Alexa will be close to six months pregnant when we leave for the trip and we'll be traveling for more than two months. The traveling would be very hard on her understandably. Despite this, none of us are keen to cancel the trip as we've been looking forward to this trip for ages and would not be able to go for another one soon if we cancel this trip. Also, Ali and Kayla come from lower income families and have taken on additional part-time work to save for this trip. They have saved penny by penny and I do not think it is fair to them who have juggled their studies and work to save for this trip, to cancel the trip. We have still been updating the group chat regularly. On Saturday, Alexa suddenly says, Haha, guys, my baby will be born in August. We should go on the trip next year. In the group chat. 
I think she expects us to cancel the trip. Nobody replied to the message except Erica, who just said lol. A few hours after that, Alexa says into the group chat, by the way guys, the baby shower is planned on the 16th of June and I want everyone there. 16th June is right smack in the middle of the trip. We are planning. It would be awful to skip her baby shower, but this trip was planned months in advance. She just made the situation so much more awkward. Is it okay to have baby showers nearing the due date or even after the baby has been born? When can the earliest baby shower be done? Problem three, I've spoken with the rest of the group privately and all of them have expressed desire to continue with the trip as it is, but no one really knows what to say to Alexa. Any suggestions? Adrian has also expressed interest in coming for the trip. Problem four, I don't know what exactly happened, but something has changed the group dynamics. Erica, Ali, and the other SOs are starting to really dislike Alexa. Especially Erica, who can be very cold towards Alexa when she wasn't before. She says Alexa is in the wrong and is siding with Adrian on this issue, although I don't know how she knows so confidently that Alexa is wrong. I'm neutral on this issue and I'm not taking sides yet. Ugh, I feel like I'm in such a sticky situation. Please help me Reddit. How can I tell Alexa we do not wish to cancel the trip, even if it means having to skip the baby shower? Should we still include Adrian in the trip who still really wants to go? Now, I personally think the only way through this is to be just blunt, honest, and upfront. Because in some ways, I think Alexa, wow, Alexa has done this on purpose, isn't she? To, to lay the guilt on, let's do this next year. I've got a baby shower happening right in the middle of the trip like she didn't know it was happening. And of course she knows it's happening. That's why she said this. That's why she's got onto the WhatsApp group or whatever it was first to say, oh, I've got a baby shower. I need you guys all there. Knowing it's the middle of the trip, which I think is a pretty shitty thing to do in my opinion. But I think a simple reply of Alexa, this is the middle of our trip and we are still attending that trip, I'm afraid. This story is playing absolute havoc with this Alexa right next to me. <laughs> but won't choose a username says, honestly, I would just say, Alexa, we can't go to the baby shower because we will all be traveling. After the baby is born, Alexa can't go traveling for two months without it. Your friend group will be working and can't take two months off work. You have this trip planned. You have the money saved. Go on the damn trip. Alexa will be upset, but she's being very unreasonable to expect all your planning and hard work to fall through. It's not your group's fault or problem she's pregnant. You have plenty of time to spend time with her before and after the trip and before and after the baby is born. A deleted user says next time she makes a comment about her baby shower, just say, the shower sounds like it'll be fun. Maybe we can plan something to celebrate the baby after the trip since we won't be here for the shower. If she's tacky enough to argue, Tell her that it's unreasonable to expect nine other people who have worked hard to save up to cancel because one person can't make it. Postpone? Sorry, Alexa, we'll be working next year. As far as her ex goes, I wouldn't touch that. Let the other girls make that call. Another deleted user says you absolutely will not be able to take this sort of trip once you all start work. One of you need to sit down with Alexa and tell her you can't cancel the trip and you won't be able to delay it by a year as it's very much a now or never for at least eight of you. I wouldn't raise the Adrian issue. He was invited just like everyone else, wasn't he? Alexa wanting to cancel her trip doesn't change that. Illinois says, I'd like to tackle the number four. Someone either knows something and has said or insinuated it to others, but not you. Or people simply like Adrian more than Alexa and this is their way of showing it. 
or one of the broken up pair has been saying or doing something to undermine the other. The group either saw through it and rallied around Adrian or Adrian is the one undermining, is doing it well and has everyone's ear. If you ask Erica how she knows Alexa is wrong, you have the first pointer to what it is. However, should you be doing something to rectify the situation? At this point, it appears everyone is conveniently pushing you to be their enforcer. If they're so cold to water, why do they have such a problem telling her what's what? You guys are future lawyers. Can you honestly not put on your professional hat and say what needs to be said? Eric equips passive-aggressive shit in the group chat instead of putting on adult pants and going, we've been planning this for a really long time. Rescheduling at this point will put Kay and Kayla in a bad position. The fact that you say, and quotes, being friends with both of them is becoming very exhausting and challenging, and goes on to say, makes me think that it's because they're waging their personal war. And let's be honest, with such serious accusations, their relationship couldn't have been healthy. Be it because she tampered with her birth control or because he jumped to assuming she did when an accident happened. All of this not picking side things though, you'll be forced to choose as well at some point. Mostly because the rest of your friend group already did. If I were you, I'd dig out some more info before making a decision, but ultimately it might not matter. Stay friends with whoever you want to stay friends with. College will be over anyway. Life will get in the way of everyone. And one final comment from the lady geologist who says do not postpone the trip. Next year someone else will be pregnant. Or this particular person won't want to leave her infant for a bit. And everyone will be tied up with work and lives etc. It sucks she can't go but that's on her. I say this as someone who did postpone a trip for a friend's pregnancy. And it never ended up happening. She don't want to leave her baby. Then she was too broke to travel because she was a stay-at-home mum, etc. And then we just drifted apart and that was that. So then OP comes in with an update post which says, I've gotten a few PMs asking for an update. I even got one less than 24 hours after I posted the original. I decided if things went well, I wasn't going to update. As you can already guess, things did not go well. Firstly, I want to say thank you to everyone who replied. I didn't manage to reply to everyone, but I did read everyone's comments. The day after I posted on Reddit, I discussed with the rest of the group to ensure everyone was on the same page and it was decided that I would speak to Alexa on behalf of everyone. This was what I texted her. Alexa, we got your message about the baby shower. We would still like to go for the graduation trip after so much planning and saving for it. Going next year or even the next few years is not feasible for us due to work. Unfortunately, we'll not be able to attend your planned baby shower as a result. We would still like to celebrate your baby shower after we return from the trip and throw another separate baby shower. How does that sound to you? I sent her this privately. She replied, okay. So that's it, right? Crisis averted. All is well. We then created another group chat to discuss her baby shower. Things like venue, food, presents and other logistics. Here is where things start to go wrong. Two days after we created the group chat for her baby shower, Alexa removed herself from the group chat. Ali was the one who noticed it and pointed it out to everyone. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. At this point, we're all becoming increasingly annoyed with this kind of passive-aggressive behavior from Alexa. I text Alexa privately again and just cut straight to the chase. This was our conversation. I said, Alexa, why did you leave the group chat for the baby shower? Are you not keen on doing a separate baby shower? She said, why are you still going for the trip? We planned it together. It is very unfair to go without me. I said the trip was planned months in advance and everyone else still wants to go. She replied, it's not fair to leave me behind if everyone doesn't go If everyone doesn't go, it's fair to everyone. I say, what about Ali and Kayla who've been saving for this trip? Are you going to give back the time they spent saving for this trip? She replies, people who cannot afford a month's rent or food don't deserve vacations. I said, listen, everything has been planned for the trip. Even though you'll be missed during the trip, we're still looking forward to it. Let us know if you would like the separate baby shower. She replies, fuck you, fucking anorexic bitch. I did not reply anything after that exchange. I'm a bit hurt, honestly, as I've always been on the thin side and I've had multiple strangers come up to ask me if I'm anorexic and it makes me feel self-conscious. All of my friends know this. If you recall from the original post, I mentioned that Ali and Kayla come from lower income families. Only three of us come from wealthy families. The rest of us are from middle income families. Kayla's family is extremely poor. She lives with her parents in a rented two-room apartment that is very small. Last year, her mother fell ill and had to stop working and they struggled to pay rent. I've helped her out twice to help her family cover rent. She has paid me back since then. She never eats out and brings her own food from home. She and Ali are studying on a scholarship and have been working every weekend and some evenings while studying full-time to save for this trip for the past year. If this semester goes well, Kayla has a very high chance of being the valedictorian. I also did mention in a comment that one of the reasons I'm not close to Alexa is that we have different political opinions that are very hard to reconcile. This is only one of them. She has very snobbish ideas about poor people, homeless people, and people who require monetary assistance from the government. I've noticed this in her frequently though. It has been very low key. I showed the rest of the group how the messages went and asked them not to show Kayla or Ali, but obviously the SOs were upset and told them and eventually found out anyway. Ali and Kayla were very upset and angry about what Alexa said. I wanted to minimize hurting people's feelings, but it seems like I've done the opposite. We have not spoken to Alexa since that day and she hasn't texted us either. If she still wants us to plan another shower, we would do it, but honestly, I hope she doesn't. As for Adrian, we've decided not to uninvite him. The reason being that he was already invited long before the situation occurred and it'd be rude to uninvite him. 
I know there were many people saying he should not go and it would be irresponsible for him to go, but I think that is something Adrian will decide for himself. At this point, it seems like Adrian intends to only be involved in the child's life financially. I do not necessarily agree with his choice, but again, that is his choice to make. I asked him whether he still wanted to come for the trip and he said he definitely wants to. I told him if he wished to drop out due to the baby at any point, it would be perfectly fine. He said that probably won't happen. So that's the whole update. I'm still very excited for this trip, despite all the drama that has happened. Thank you to everyone for their advice. And I gotta say one thing after all that, after her snotty words to you and your friends, I wouldn't even consider doing another baby shower. That'd be gone from that point on. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from K.918 who says, am I the asshole for exposing my cousin's creepy husband to my entire family? I, 22 female, met my cousin's husband, 24 female and 26 male last July for their wedding. They live several states away, so in addition to meeting him for the first time, it was also the first time I'd seen my cousin in a few years. I instantly got a bad vibe from him and he made several comments that rubbed me the wrong way. He told me I seemed like a wild child and said he would bet I'm a bad girl at my college. Since meeting him, he has followed me on Instagram and sporadically sends me reels, which I don't open, and comments odd things on my posts like, looking good cousin, with a thumbs up emoji. He even DM'd me once, hey, I'll be in your state this weekend on business, lol, which I never opened either. All of this definitely creeped me out, but I didn't feel like I could say anything about it because my cousin and I aren't close and I've always felt like she looks down on me because she is a devout Christian and I am not. Fast forward to this week. One of those fake accounts on Instagram popped up with some of my pictures asking for money for X-rated pictures. The bio was in broken English. The pictures were poorly cropped screenshots of my two recent posts and the cash app was a random string of numbers and letters. The account just looked very fake and many of my friends sent it to me and reported the account. Of course, the one person who apparently fell for it was my cousin's husband. I then got a very long, nasty DM from my cousin telling me that she'd been very tolerant of my sinful lifestyle, whatever that means, but this time I had gone too far. She said she didn't care that we are family. As long as I was posing a threat to her marriage, I was no longer welcome in their lives. I calmly and politely responded that this account was not me and that I had already reported the account to Instagram to be taken down and I apologized for the apparent disruption to her day. She responded that she didn't believe me and said she pities me for having such low self-esteem and would keep me in her prayers. I lost it at this point. I called her stupid for falling for an account that was so obviously fake and said that her husband was such a blatant creep it was embarrassing. She even married him. I sent screenshots of the months of my DMs from him that I never responded to and concluded by saying, if your marriage is so easily threatened, get a divorce. Don't take your insecurities out on me. Shortly after I got angry phone calls from my mum and grandma saying my cousin made an honest mistake and that my response was cruel and unjustified. Apparently my cousin showed everyone our messages and is humiliated by what I said. My mum is worried our relationship with that side of the family is permanently damaged and now I may not be welcome at any future family gatherings because my grandma doesn't want the drama. I really don't feel like my response was out of line but since no one else agrees with me, 
I'm not sure. So, am I the asshole? But BB says, and no one is saying anything about how the husband tried to get pictures of you or tried to hit you up. Not the asshole and good riddance. Caterpillar's never says not the asshole. Your cousin started the drama by being gullible and dumb and was a total asshole to you. She deserved to be called on it and she will be much better off knowing what her husband is. Jammy says not the asshole. You and your cousin were victims here so really neither of you should be blamed for this drama. Your cousin fell for a scam account believing it was yours. Although she could have listened a little more closely when you explained and you didn't ask for all that attention from her husband. But they all feel sorry for her because she just found out that her god didn't reward her with a quality man for a husband. I'm really at a loss for why you're being blamed for your honesty here. And if your cousin was so humiliated by what you said, why is she showing everyone the conversation? Is she a masochist? Tell your mum to stop worrying since the drama came from someone who created a scam account and that she needs to be standing up for you and your cousin in this and that your cousin is the one who didn't believe you when you explained it wasn't yours and there really wasn't much you could do but to combat the lies with the truth. What else could you have done? It's not your obligation to take responsibility for a scam account or a husband's creepy behavior. Union mum says not the arsehole, your response was not out of line. You were very sensitive to your cousin and her marriage by not outing her husband's creepy behavior. She's just but her that she got called out for being hateful and got his bad behavior shown to her. Anyone who takes her side is also a hateful jerk. And one more from Curious who says not the arsehole. Every person that is guilting you instead of holding your cousin accountable for bullying her junior and her husband accountable for engaging in creepy behavior and basically cheating on her is as stupid as he is for falling for a scam account. Shame on your mother for not defending you against a woman who'd rather protect her husband than take him to task for buying pictures of her female cousin. You've been failed in this circumstance, but I applaud you for how you handled it. Your cousin was mad she got caught with egg on her face and her sham of a marriage was exposed. Good for you. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Is there a way to convince Opie's family to, to back her on this or are they just going to keep going down the road of family let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now as always a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories down in the comments showing your love and support for one another as well is absolutely incredible come get involved with me over on twitter as well at mark narrations if you choose to do so no pressure of course and if you'd like to support the channel further again never expected but always appreciated patreon.com forward slash mark narrations <laughs> and just a huge thank you and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care your cheeky so-and-sos and much love wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and eggs brush my teeth up watch my face throw my clothes on start my day wake up i can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that's a damn. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.